0: Episode number 333. This episode is proudly brought to you by covertcloser.com. You want to turn those lookers and people just thinking about your business into buyers? Go to their website right now at thecovertcloser.com and find out with their free six-step guide into how to crush your objections and get more sales done today. Check them out
1: now. Thecovertcloser.com. The more of those gifts that we can share with each other, I think the more we can start to free ourselves from this like industrial uh, time and industrial thought about work, right? Like, why does a creative person need to go to work from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday? That sucks, for, especially for a creative person.
0: Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up and ready to bring you some fuego. But after today, after today's show, whenever you're listening to the show, I think you're going to want to think about closing. And also listening a little different in the sales process. Cause I'm talking to you, to an expert in the game of helping people get more sales, close more deals. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, make more business happen. Mr. Justin Mark Weeder, Justin, are you ready to be real?
1: Hell yeah, man. I'm as real as it comes.
0: Let's go, baby. I was just reading your bio. Uh, You know, Justin came from a, a, you know, let's let's say hard knocks, but everyone's got their story where, you know, you're reinventing your life, going from a tough situation, kind of partying, unemployed, uh, you know, having fun in life, which a lot of times we we, we get stuck in. And then at some point you figured out, uh, you know, helping people sell and helping people basically at the end of the day. Listen, which is what we're gonna talk about. I love your on your LinkedIn. Uh, you guys gotta check out Justin's LinkedIn It says we have two ears and one mouth for a reason to close more sales, spend twice as much time listening than you do talking. Uh, so pleasure to have you on the show today, my man. Uh, you know, just getting into your mindset. So did even in those minds, did you always like selling things? Um, and then just got into the funk or do you just kind of were always in just kind of a didn't know where you're going
1: situation and then it it hit you? Dude, I'm, I'm a nerd, man. I'm a, I'm a massive nerd. I, you. I'm introverted. You know, I'm socially awkward. And that's those are things that you don't normally associate with salespeople. Uh, but I kind of got thrown into it, you know. So I was working at like, I was working at Circuit City fixing computers. Mm-hmm. And my boss came up to me one day and he's like, hey, man, we're really busy. Can you sell a laptop? And I was like, well, I mean, I know how to check someone out if they want to buy one. He's like, okay. He's like, well, just go answer their questions and it'll be fine. I'm like, okay, I can do that, right? I'm a computer nerd, right? I'll do that. I go over there. I start answering questions. And then all of a sudden people are like, okay, yeah, we want to buy it. I'm like, what do I do? (laughs) So I go get my manager. He gives me a checklist. He's like, hey, man, here's a checklist. Just ask them if they want everything on this list. Got you. I'm like, okay. Interesting. So I start going down and ask him, do you want a laptop bag? Guy's like, oh yeah, I need a bag. Goes and gets a bag. Do you need antivirus? He goes, do I need antivirus? And I was like, yeah, you need antivirus. He goes, okay. So anyways, we go down the list. He buys everything. Wow. It was crazy. It was like a $3,500 laptop sale.
0: Wow. So it was like yeah. a perfect dream sale, basically, situation. It is.
1: It's like my first one walked right into it. It's like the dealer gives you just a little hit, you know, to get you addicted. Right. That's exactly what happened. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And everybody's coming up to me all day like, "Oh, I saw your sale. High five. Oh my god." And like, I'm a nerd, dude. I've never gotten this much attention in my life. Right? Right? And it just it just became addicting. So the next thing I knew because of that, all of a sudden I had this reputation and they moved me out to the sales floor and that manager worked with me, taught me a lot. Um, but turned out being at 25, after you know, after all that like 7 years after that, I'd been through a bunch of different sales jobs. Right. And to be fair, dude, like I'd been taught the aggressive what i call like the bro closer style yes and i hated it and so i hated sales and i was like 25 mm-hmm. like i'm going back to school for an accounting degree and Got you.
0: something different some something, something more a little more safe
1: exactly something a little more safe exactly something that's not so uh so so much involved with humans right i, right. I would have preferred to just dive into a spreadsheet and, and call it good right <clears throat> but then i came across a book um this is a fun story, but it, it was Seller Be Sold by Grant Cardone.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. And like. he kind of, in that book, changed the way I look at where I was in life. You know, like where I was was a, a result of every single choice I had made. And I had never confronted that fact before. Ooh. Yeah. And then it was like, well, dude, maybe you don't actually hate selling. It was maybe it was you hated a certain way of selling. Right. And so I was like, okay. I'll get back into it. But this time I'm going to really learn because Grant sold me, dude. He put me together in that book. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll figure out a way to do it. And it's not exactly the way Grant sells because he's who he is and that's how he sells. But I found the real way to do it um, through a ton of study. Like you start to pick out all the small things that are universal and how people repackage them and rename them and stuff. But they're, Those core skills all come down to the same kind of like, you know, five or six steps, right? Got you. Uh, So that's, that's essentially what I did. And, and at that second hit in my sales career, I I took off. Uh, I was a sales leader. You know, I've, I've uh, ran teams that produced over a hundred million dollars in revenue. Um, And I mean, my whole life took off as soon as I started taking responsibility.
0: Right. And owning that and owning that and owning owning that baby. I like that. So uh, at what point did you say, Hey, you know what? I not only want to sell for someone else, but I want to start my own business I want to be uh, you know basically create a, a niche where you're helping other people close sales uh, learn some of these principles uh, and obviously be be your own boss
1: yeah that, that's a that's a great question so very long story I'm gonna do my best to like shorten it up and keep it exciting right uh, so I was working at a, a fintech company we were doing uh, auto refinancing got you and I was crushing it, right? So I got promoted to team lead. I crushed it as a team lead. I got promoted to manager. Crushed as manager, I and mean, then I eventually got promoted to the director. Um, and what I was doing was training, right? Like, gotcha. yeah, there were three directors, and one of them did one thing, another one did another thing, and I did training. And that was great, dude. Like, I had never felt more fulfilled in my whole life than I did in those six months up to that point, right? And I was like, I was twenty-seven. That no, wasn't that long ago. Maybe I was thirty. Anyways, and all of a sudden, the owner of the company and some of the other leadership in the executive level decided they wanted to change the way that we were paid oh,
0: as directors.
1: Okay. okay. And so they wanted to make it goal-based, which first of all, do fine. We'll make it goal-based. That's I'll, I'll crush a goal. Give me a goal. That's great. Right. But they started looking at the goals and I'm like, guys, how are we supposed to get here? And they didn't have a plan. So in my mind, I'm like, so you just want to cut my pay and then give me these impossible goals so that I'll never hit it. I'll never, I'll never bonus like I'm used to ever, ever. Right. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just go, I'll just go back on the phone and sell it myself, you know, because uh, I'll make more money on the phone anyway. And uh, you know, I'll just do that. So I did that. So I stepped down and I got back on the phone and you know, I was after like three months, I realized like, I'm really depressed. I'm like, why am I so depressed? Like I'm making a shitload of money. Like I just, I just moved into like a big ass half a million dollar house. I just drive a Mercedes. Like I, I had it made dude. Yes. And I was depressed. I was sad every day. And it wasn't, I was like, is it the job? It's like, not the job. I love the job. I was so good at it. You know, you get so good at something. It's like, right. like, like you see these su- sushi chefs, like they love making sushi. Cause they're so good at it. That's how I was yes. at that job. Right. And I was depressed though. And so I started thinking about it and I'm like, what's missing? And what was missing Was the coaching aspect and seeing other people grow? I didn't have that anymore, Mm. and so then I was like, "Well, you know what? Fuck it, man! Like they don't want to pay me to do it. I'll do it myself." You know, because I had other people coming up to me too, saying, "Hey, I know you're not a manager anymore, but like you were really helping me. Can we meet and I'll pay you?" I was like, "Okay, so
0: you're helping some of your own team members?"
1: Exactly. I was like, "Shit, yeah," because I mean, you know, I wasn't I wasn't always like the top top guy because I didn't work seventy hours a week. Right, but I, I was always up there, and I mean, you did I well happy. for
0: what your time put it. there. People wanted to know what the what strategies we're using to uh,
1: exactly
0: be so efficient exactly. with
1: that money flow, baby. <laughs> exactly, dude. Uh, so that's what I was like. I was like, okay, and then I started looking into coaching online, and I'm like, wait a second, there's people doing this, and then I've got people willing to pay me. There's a business here. Boom, baby. Boom.
0: Crazy. So that was this. So at that point is when you took the plunge, not only, uh, you know, training, maybe training some of those people that were working at that business, but then putting together uh, the, the, the website or the business, uh, the covert closer. Is that correct? That's, uh, correct. I, like That's name, correct. I like the name. I like the name. And then what type of businesses or people do you really like synergize with? Are there industries or there, are there, uh, you know, types of people that you really synergize with right now at this point?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, the people that I really synergize with and that really get the best results are kind of the more heart-centered people. Um, you. So, you know, I've noticed like in the coaching space, there's a lot of people like Reiki healers and like uh, naturopathic doctors and then even like mindset coaches. Right. And guys that know a lot of stuff and can help a lot of people but they have no idea what they're doing when they go into a sales call. Got
0: you. So, they, they don't know how to close the deal. They don't know how to get the, 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 the sale happening. They have a ton of knowledge But, but when they get to actually, you know, asking someone for 20 bucks, a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, it's a, that's becomes a hard thing for them to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so then they either, they'll do one of two things. They'll either rely on landing pages and stuff to sell their stuff, which is fine, but you really can't sell like a five figure offer that way.
0: Right. Oh yeah. No way, dude. There's no way. There's no way you going to gonna put their credit card and social security number on your website. Uh, first time I ever met you. <laughs> right,
1: like, okay, here's 10 grand. No problem. That must here's be a great landing me.
0: page. Oh my God. Uh,
1: Jesus yeah, I'd, like, Christ. I'd like to hack that landing page. If anyone, yeah. If, whoever uh,
0: created landing pages like that, basically everybody in the world would want to have that business. 100%. It's like everyone 100%. would want to have that business <laughs> <laughs> if it was that easy. Yeah. Put together a great landing page and $100,000 of deals just happened right over the freaking landing <laughs> yeah. page. I got a $100,000
1: consulting <laughs> deal right on my website.
0: Oh, that was a great (laughs) copywriter, damn it. (laughs) So so these people just tend to not, um, they either obviously rely on the landing page or then what's the next? They rely on like the face-to-face Zoom calls, uh, things like that. Yeah, they're
1: doing that, right? Or they hire like a, you know, I don't want to call anybody out, so I'm not going to, but they hire a high-ticket coach, right? Got
0: you, got you. And that
1: high-ticket coach teaches them how to pressure people and bully people into buying. Ah. And so they learn this stuff and, and like when they're in it, it's like, it's kind of like a cult, right? Because I, I join everybody's shit so I can see, you know, what the latest stuff is. Or somebody knows something I don't. Of course. They get all excited when they're in the meeting because that person, whoever that is, makes them feel like they can do it, right? Um, but as soon as that person's not around anymore and it's just them and the client, there's blocks and there's, there's things that stand in the way because they realize deep down they don't want to uh, be aggressive and be a bro closer, right? Like when someone says, I want to think about it, they, they don't want to be like, what do you have to think about?
0: Right. 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 Absolutely. When it gets one-on-one, yeah. much easier. 50 people are like, yeah, what are you thinking about? Yeah. But, you know, it's like one-on-one, hard to ask those questions. And also when people say, what the hell are you talking about, man? I'm not ready to do this thing. Uh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. And, they, and they, believe, they believe them too because customers are trained to give, you know, sellers like that false hope. Like, I really love it, man. But oh, I just got to talk to my wife. Right. And they believe that. So then right. they let them go because they're trying to do the right thing. Right? I right. mean, you don't want to argue. How do you argue with that? How do you argue with that? I got to talk to my wife? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Got big bills to pay medical bills. You know, there's a million things you could say as a buyer, uh, why you're not ready to buy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You, you know, usually my always bosses always say it's, it's something around basically, they are already committed to something it's in your same service. Like they already got a long time contract with someone else that's the same provider. Uh, they don't got the money. So they physically don't have the money or it's just not the right time because they just need to kind of think about it and kind of absorb it and, 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 and process. Do I want to buy a Tesla or, you know, whatever it is, this is maybe a big move for them. So, that, you know, they might be having to, to take some time to think about it. And so I think that that's the thing that, that the bro clothes doesn't do is it doesn't allow for many, many of those variants. They want you to get the thing done right now. It's like, okay, well, what if I'm in another country? Oh, cancel it. Oh, well, what if I have to pay a million dollar fee to cancel it? Is it worth it?
1: <laughs> no, like your kid's not gonna be that great. It's not gonna be right. worth it. It's like, know, what, and it's like, what if what if my grandfather told me that, you know, buying stuff is is wrong when I was five years old? Right. Right? Absolutely. Then, like that person is stuck. And if you don't know how to handle that, um, you know, first of all, if you don't know how to handle that, you shouldn't be coaching, but most, co- some coaches separate it, right? Like mm-hmm. they se- they don't realize that that sales call is your first preview for your customer to see what it's going to be like to work with you.
0: Got you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, so a big part of your strategy in your, like, if you want to call it the six steps, uh, a lot of it comes based on listening. So give our listeners just a little insight into uh, into that process, maybe a little bit more into uh, your ideas.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm fired
0: up and knocking over my autographs over here, damn it, T-Huff. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so it, it's called the listen method. So there's six steps, right? Uh, ledge, investigate, state the problem, test for engagement, educate, and issue next steps. Mm. So when you ledge, what you're doing is creating a pattern interrupt because what happens When people get into buying situations, they stop thinking. They stop thinking rationally and they start thinking about, oh, no, I could make a wrong decision here Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that has them scared. And when you interrupt that pattern, you can actually bring back kind of like that logical, you know, prefrontal cortex of the brain area that allows them to consider what you're saying. Because that's the problem with trying to handle objections, like the way that bro closers do with with what you just said, like, well, pay it, you know, we'll cancel it. I can't. Right. I can't, we'll do this. It's like, no, you're not. They can't because you're not talking to the real person. You're talking to like the bouncer of bullshit that is is their amygdala, you know? Got you. So the pattern interrupt gets rid of that because you're no longer running a pattern that your amygdala doesn't know what to do. So it has to send it up to the higher order brain. It's like, I don't know what to do here. This guy just said something I've never fucking heard before.
0: Got you. Right? Got you. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So from there, once you're talking to the logical person, then you can start asking questions around their perspective. And this is super important because... It's the difference between asking, "What do you have to think about?" That's a that's a question about my about my offer,
0: right? Got you.
1: Right, right. If I, if I say something like, "What's holding you back?" That's mm-hmm. not not even a great question. There's something better, like, um, "Hey, what are you hope? What kind of results are you hoping to get if you did sign up?" Yes, that's a much absolutely
0: very important question to know. Very important question. Just so you can uh, judge their temperament. Is this gonna uh, be someone that? wants me to work 40 hours a week on this thing. And, uh, you know, we've all signed contract with somebody. The next thing you know, they're asking you to do a million things more than uh, than what you signed up in the agreement. And so, uh, you can find that question out real quick in that first question. Just find it. Well, what do you expect? I expect a million Twitter followers with this $100. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think this is going to happen.
1: <laughs> but, I think you might need to invest a little more than a hundred bucks. In a little, little
0: more. And you might want to just do that on your own. Go to buy dot or something. You know, it's just one of those <laughs> yeah. things you kind of figure out, is this person even going to be a, a good fit for me? And if not, it's that deflection and, and kind of the, the, uh, the process of moving them to the next step by saying no, you want to say, Hey, you know what? probably not the best fit for what we're trying to do but i've seen a few sites like that on like twitter following.com or you know you can just type it in on google and uh probably some good stuff on there for you to check out so you don't want to reject them completely but you want to let them know like we aren't doing that and uh and to because that's a very important thing to in any service business i think to be able to say no sometimes because you're going to get leads that if you say yes to you're going to freaking regret it <laughs> And uh, and, uh, and that simple question, like my man said, is just you know what are your expectations from this uh, from a campaign? Um, is going to kind of quickly and easily figure that. At least you're going to kind of understand where they're at.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, and you're going to understand what they what they what they took away from your presentation. Right, right. Because I tell you, man, like I had a student of mine where I told him one day I was like, dude, I've listened to your call. Mm-hmm. And I put it through my software and like you talked 90% of the time. So that's a one thing I was like, but how much of that do you think the person really remembered? Right. And he's like, well, they remembered all of it. I was like, really? Okay. So I pulled up a YouTube video, I pulled up a five minute YouTube video and I shared it and we watched it. And I was like, all right, so tell me everything in that YouTube video. Yeah, it's he was like, shit, dude, you know? And it's like, so when you ask that question too, you also figure out what they remembered because what if they didn't, what if they didn't pay attention to the most important part of your, of your presentation and that's why they're not sure now. And so they say something super low, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to just close one more deal a month. I'm like, well, no, you're not going to close just one more deal a month. That's no wonder you don't want to do it. Right. It's not motivating enough. Right. Yeah. Right?
0: Your expectations are not enough as well. Right.
1: No, exactly. It could be too high. It could be too low, but both yes. of those are going to cause a problem. Mm. Right. Um, so after that, you investigate their perspective a little bit. You figure out where they're at, try to understand them. That's the most important thing is not ask about your product. You're just at, you're trying to understand where they're at. Where they're at.
0: And, and then sales from there, process.
1: You say, exactly. Uh, you're kind of running like a mini sales process again at the, at the end. Right. Mm. And then you, you ask them, you summarize it back to them. Okay, man. So what I'm hearing is you think you're only gonna get one more deal a month or you think you're going to make, get fo- a hundred Twitter followers or a million Twitter followers off this. Okay. Right. You know, and then you go, all right. So, and then you test their engagement, see if they're open to more information. You go, so, you know, I think I might've miscommunicated something or I've got some other additional info that'll help you decide. Do you mind if I share that with you? Got you. And when you ask that permission.
0: Then that, it's like a, it's, it's okay. Say, no, man, you know, I'm real busy. I got to get the hell out of here. Okay, cool, man. You have a great day. Keep in touch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then if not, then it's the deep dive, obviously into, uh, you know, the next step here. I like that. Yeah. Like, and that's going to, are you going to hit them then with the like most important thing maybe that they missed or what do you, what do you hit them with once they say, Hey, yeah, you know what? I'm really interested in that. Justin, what is that?
1: Well, it depends on what they had said before. So like Got in our you. example, you Got know, you. like, yeah, say in our example, it was, they missed the most important thing. I would just recover that. I'd be like, Hey yeah. dude, I, I must've skipped this. You always want to take responsibility, right? You don't ever want to accuse somebody. you would be like, well, you, you must not have heard me. Right, honest.
0: right, yeah, you want to do
1: back to you.
0: Yeah, I like yeah, that. Put it back
1: on you, hey, I, I must've did a bad job of explaining this, I'm gonna go over it one more time. Here's how it's gonna work. And then you go over it and, and it's best if in that moment you can use a metaphor or a story because often when we're pitching, we're so focused on the numbers and the practicality and the program mm. and what it does and all this, we forget to tell a compelling story. Right. And people don't remember stats and figures, they remember stories. Absolutely. Right, Absolutely. so that's your chance. You know, you tell that story and then at, after that, then you issue them a challenge. Instead of asking for the sale, I hate asking for the sale. Like I that's the worst part about like learning to sell from people that was traditionally trained is like, you got to ask for it. And I'm like, I hate it, dude. Cause like, you know, this is be real show, right? So I'll be real. I have ADHD.
0: Yeah. Really absolutely. bad.
1: Right. Really bad. And gotcha. that comes along with rejection, sensitive dysphoria. Mm. So for me, like I kind of figured this way out is like, this is a way for me to ask for the sale without getting rejected. God, <laughs> Cause I what I do is I just issue a challenge. I say, Hey, look, man, you know, I know you only want to get one more sale a month, but like, um, well, I showed you how that's kind of an unrealistic expectation from your end. And what you should expect is this maybe 50% close rate, you know, but one of my clients actually got to, to 60%. I don't know, man, like based on what I've shown you, do you think you can get to 75% you think you can beat him? Right.
0: Right. Right. So you get bought into a, a client's success that you're having already, and then you uh, you're issuing them a challenge. Yeah. And he says, "You know, know what, man? I no. can't do that. I can't do that, man. I'm too. I, I'm not ready, Justin. I'm not ready. All right, perfect, man. You know what? Hey, keep a touch of me. Stay touched. Let's 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 you know you know definitely keep when you're ready to the seventy five percent. I'm here, brother. I'm, I'm here. here. Yeah. And and then See, that, that you way it's just, it's it's an advocate. It's an advocate situation.
1: Uh, that's a perfect way to put it. It's an advocate situation. Yes. You leave your reports through the roof because all you do is tell them a story and issue a challenge. You didn't, they didn't have to say no to you. They just, had, they, all they had to say is, you I'm not ready to make that commitment and, or even like, I don't think I can. Right. Right. You know, I mean, how Love many coaches that. lose deals because people don't think they can and like you can help them with that. Right. Mm. But that's usually what it is. It's not money. It's not the wife. It's not, you know, whatever else it's, I don't think I can do this with or without your help
0: that's very true and 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 for someone like yourself, you want to uh you want or well, you want to work with everybody if you can, but you want to work with those people that are really willing to do it. let's just be real because as as yes. much as you can uh, give someone a, a secret tip or you can give them the blueprint or you can give them the strategy or you can basically tell them and coach them to death if you want to call it. It is up to them that next day, next hour, to live that life, to take those action steps, and the ones that do will succeed. It's for sure. Yeah. And then there's a lot of people that just they're not ready, and they don't they don't want to invest in themselves, and they're gonna stay where they're at and
1: perfect too, no worries. That's right, no hard no hard feelings. That's them, right? Like that's no big deal. That's where you're at. You will change maybe if you don't give up. Like I tell people that all the Absolutely. time.
0: Absolutely, I like this will that.
1: change. You're just not ready. Just right. don't give up, man.
0: That's a good point. That's a good way of saying it too to them. If if they have said, you know, I'm not ready, dude. Say, hey, don't give up, man. Yeah, You can do this, bro. We got guys sitting 60%. I think you can get 75% when you're ready. I'm here, but don't give up. And it's uh, it feels like I said, you're you're still in their advocacy corner instead of saying, hey, bro, get get, get lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Or they tell you like, oh, you know, call me on Monday. And you're like, all right, yeah. cool. I'll call you on Monday. And then they just never pick up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you've essentially cost yourself uh, that hours. potential, uh, sale. I, that happens to me all the time. I have people, Hey man, I wasn't ready. And I really appreciated the way you approached it. I talked to some other coaches and they really pissed me off. I want to work with you.
0: Nice. Cool. Yeah. Right. Especially because most people won't have that approach probably.
1: Exactly. It's nice. so different. People are like, you know, uh, I saw a post in a group the other day. It was like, how often do your customers thank you after, uh, or how often your clients thank you after you sign them up? I'm like, shit, man, damn near every time.
0: Mm. Cause they're ready for that challenge.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And it feels good. You want to, you don't want to buy something. You want to pick up a challenge Yeah, as a human, right? We want to conquer challenges. And, and so some people don't, but the only people I want in my program are people that are ready to conquer a challenge. Yeah.
0: That's the only people that are going to actually take it and actually do something with it.
1: Exactly. Cause it's hard, dude. Like learning how to sell sucks. It's hard. I tell people that it's hard. It, like you have to pay money because it has to be worth it to you. Cause if it wasn't enough money, then you wouldn't go through with how hard it is. You have to be so committed that you're going to get your money's worth. It's true.
0: And, it, and, that, and that is a big piece to it too. Cause otherwise it's just like, and there's a million sales videos just in online right now. Right. Uh, any, topic, any topic, any topic you want to pick anything you want to pick. That's a, there's, there's people that put out free content around it. And honestly, I would say start there first too, because you might need to get that, that movie, you might need movie foundation, get a foundation going. Yeah. Get a foundation going before you're even ready to pay money. And I think you—that's makes you more equipped too to even know, am I ready for this? Uh, you know, pick up some, yeah. some tips uh, on the free stuff if you can. And that way you you know, okay, I got my, my, my skin in the game, you know, for even more. When I put more money into this, uh, like I do anything else in my life, uh, whether I buy something or, or whatever, I'm going to get a bigger benefit ju- than just the free. Um, but, you know, right. a lot of times people forget that there's just a lot of good content out there that they can even start by learning sales with if they're scared totally. to to learn oh. about the topic, but I mean, I'm guessing most people on the line here are, you know, most people on the show know about sales. So right now, um, after the crazy year of 2020, are some of the big things that uh, people are having obstacles with right now? What are some of the, uh, big issues? I know our business, we, we've had issues because some of our clients categories of business have been closed. Oh, that's Um, tough. yeah. So it's directly, what can you do? Are you going to build a client that's closed? I mean, that's <laughs> unethical. So, right. um, it, 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 what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. And so in that case, for me, I just say, hey, you know what? We have to figure out other ways to to make revenue. And so that that is the way we we, we invented a sports car business. Uh, you know, uh, that's that's a simple thing that has nothing to do with a social media business. You know, it has yeah. something to appeal like sports cards and like buying their favorite player and rookie cards and things like that, and uh, not correlated, right? So. I took it as an entrepreneur opportunity to say, hey guys, I got to make a change because my clients' businesses are closed. I can't bill them. That would be unethical. Yeah. We got this team, we got some of these resources, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and so I think that's a big part too. Uh, Justin is just taking action. And so uh, right now, what are some of the big things that people are
1: getting challenged by? So there's a couple of things. Um, you know, one of them is is definitely like, like you said, people can go out and get a bunch of free content. In fact, everything that I teach in the listen method, I just curated from things that worked that I came across. I didn't, I didn't just think this shit up off the top of my head, right? Absolutely. I curated it from other areas. Right. And you can do that too. Like, and you can do it for free, right? You know, people pay me for the speed of the, of the uh, pickup, right? But I think that it's becoming a challenge. Like the coaching industry in general is blowing up. I mean, it's completely changed over the last four years. Oh, yeah. And whereas a lot of people are complaining about it, I think it's a good thing. Um, because like me, I dude, I've had four or five coaches to get. Yes. On that, right. 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 And so the more, the more of those gifts that we can share with each other, I think the more we can start to free ourselves from this, like industrial, uh, time and industrial thought about work. Right. Like, why does a creative person need to go to work from eight to five Monday through Friday? That sucks for, especially for a creative person. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, so anyways, but there's a, that with that, there's growing pains of like, there's so much content out there and you don't know who to trust and you don't know what's good and it can cause people to just get like locked in like, I don't know what to do. So I tell people the best thing to do is pick something, pick someone you vibe with and learn all their shit. And once you've learned all their shit, move on to the next person you vibe with Right. and, and ignore people that tell you, oh, you ought to check out this person, and this person, ignore that shit. Yeah. Pick one person you vibe with and and get under their belt. Master what they teach you, and then once that's done, move on to the next thing.
0: I got you. I like that. Yeah, that's a good point because yeah, otherwise you're just kind of like that squirrel mentality where you're just oh, there's the next person on the Over scene. Here. Oh, there's the next person on the scene. Oh, there's always going to be a next person on the scene, but there's the OGs. Yeah, yeah. have uh, been tried and true method. We were talking to a guest yesterday, Rio, and he was talking about scientific advertising, which is a book that's basically a hundred years old. Yeah, 100 years old that's still very applicable to selling and advertising and marketing and uh, that's a book that's 100 years old, guys. Now, obviously, we know there's a million new books that just came out this year uh, (laughs) about marketing and advertising and maybe even in science and blah, blah, blah. But we're talking about a book that was written 100 years ago that all those books are still based on that. Yeah. So uh, sometimes you forget that, you know, to go back to those OG books or those OG kind of mindsets, um, because it's all based on that. You know what I mean? It's right. the foundation That's on right. that. And uh, and and then, like you said, you go with the ones you vibe with, go with the ones you get the feeling with. and uh, And then most importantly, then taking that action, whether you're paying money, which I agree, I think is a much smarter investment if you have the money um because we all don't have millions of hours of time and let's just let's just get the let's get the get to the chase here you know you got the money let's get to the chase but uh if you don't have the money and you're just getting started and you're just trying to grind it and trying to figure it out like you said i think you just find great creators out there you know gary v or some of these guys that just put out tons of good stuff and uh and latch on learn and then uh, at some point move on to the next one. I like that binge binge their content, binge their content,
1: binge their content. Yeah, because because then you're getting a coherent thought, right? Like if someone joins my Facebook group, they can go in and they can see training I made four years ago, right? And they can see training I made last week, and right. they can consume all of it, and it's all free; it doesn't cost them anything. And through that, they can learn and figure out if, if I'm even if my if, if my philosophy even aligns. Because there's people out there who see my stuff and go, "That's not going to work," or you know, I wouldn't sell like that. That's way too much. It's way too complicated. I'll just, I'll just push for it. Cool. Right. Those are not my clients, right? Those are Grant Cardone's clients,
0: right? That's fine, right?
1: right. It is what Can't it is. have
0: them all. Why you don't need them? Right. You don't need I don't them, want them all.
1: I don't need them. Yeah.
0: You don't have enough time to have them all.
1: Exactly. I couldn't service them if I did. That'd be a you massive. you 100 mistake.
0: people to call right now, Justin. It would be tough for you to take them all right this second because that's just time. Let's just be real. Right. So
1: Exactly. Uh, one me, right? And that's that's not my business model. Exactly,
0: um, bro. I like yeah. that, though. It's a good point in that uh, part of your method is uh, putting out the content and then whoever vibes with you, obviously, they're going to resonate and they're going to want to work with you. And uh, most importantly, guys, the best thing is, you're consistent about this. You know, you said you've been doing it for four years. The consistency about it all is the most important thing about content. I remember thinking uh, my first years of the Bureau show, because I was just interviewing social media people, mostly just social media, learn tips and tricks and hacks and this and that, and from the top people, you know, in the industry. And then it devolved eventually. One guess we had someone ask, hey, can I bring this entrepreneur on? And I was like, what the hell? What, why not? And I'm really glad I made that pivot because it probably would have, I probably would have stopped the b show because that's what are we going to talk about today? It's so, only so much fun stuff yeah. to talk about in social media versus yeah. the stories of entrepreneurs, the things that they're doing, the interest and in, many more of those. And we really don't even talk that much about social media. So that just kind of shows you, even when you start something, y'all, it doesn't have to even be that same idea, but it's just that you kept on going and yeah. then it just grows. You know, it just and, grows. Uh, yeah.
1: And I mean, I mean, there's, there's parts of my program that come directly from my students where they're like, Hey dude, you know, I was doing this, but in fact, I found it works better if we do it this way. And I'm like, Oh yep, nice. I add in there. That's right. That's, yeah. Because uh, those are people that are out in the field doing them. I'm doing it every day too, but I'm kind of locked in because it's like my thing. Right. A hundred yeah, percent. That's just, that's, that's what I think is one of the best parts about the coaching industry growing so much is we're getting so many other different uh, perspectives and, it changes slowly over time and it improves. Mm. You know, nobody woke up and just, and just created this, right? Like no. nobody just woke up and did that. If you go back and look at like the company that, that made, it, made the very first one, dude, it was like, it's like this thick and like big and like the screen was all small and like that's how it starts. And so, I mean, I guess I say that because if you're out there listening to this and you're kind of just getting started, like you don't compare yourself to anybody, but especially not people that are higher up on the mountain than you. Because you can't, and they don't share, but you can't see all the small changes and iterations they went to to get there. Those are things you have to experience yourself by doing the work.
0: Right. And even if you're on the top of the mountain, you can get disrupted. I mean, I was watching a one with Russell Peters, a great comedian on the Joe Rogan show recently, and talking about just how 2020 just completely upshifted his life because all of a sudden, no performing. Well, I count on that money. Well, it's not there what are you going to do? I don't got a podcast. I don't got a shit. Oh, you got to stop spending money. You know, he had his, uh, his, you know, accounting and say, dude, you can't sustain this. So all of a sudden, even if you think you're at the top and you are at the top something can disrupt you. And so I think that it's always a a place to remind yourself. uh, We're never at the top. We're always learning. We're always growing. We're always uh, understanding and adapting and staying humble too, because there might be a moment that if you, if you aren't humble, you have it happened, What happened in 2020. And it, we don't know how that happened kind of universally to the globe. Uh, uh, you know, no one's fault. I mean, as far as the whole globe happened to it, you know, but it can happen in your life in different ways. And so I think yeah. it's just a good point to know, know that we're never at that top of the hill. We're always kind of looking to to, to grow a little more and, uh, and give ourselves a little credit too along the journey, man. Ooh. So I give you credit, brother, for making those changes in your life. And I can absolutely tell that you are a completely different human uh than that 25 year old uh, justin uh you know and as as many of us are when we grow but uh, some of us don't so i uh, commend you my man for making Thank those changes you. in your life and uh and now it's only going to be even interesting to see where you go from here brother because you got the snowball now baby you got the momentum of all the changes in the and the the creation of your energy as well as also your client successes and uh and be on the b real show and being on, on shows, you know, and uh, yeah, getting the message out there, my man. So, But now, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix. Instagram or Facebook?
1: Oh, Facebook.
0: Facebook. Give your <laughs> Facebook group a shout out too, so we, if anyone's interested, they can oh, go. That,
1: yeah, the Facebook group is called Elite Enrollment. Elite uh, in romance. In
0: romance. I like that. Romance. Facebook groups are great for that. Yes. For uh, educating, keeping a, a group of people together and uh, sharing common knowledge. When you're thinking about a good meal, chicken or steak? Steak. Steak. Laptop or smartphone? Ooh. Uh, laptop. Laptop. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify for sure. Pandora still exists? I know, huh? It's an OG, <laughs> but it's uh, it's owned by Series radio. It still does exist. Oh, but shit. But platforms like Spotify have uh, completely lapsed the uh, capabilities yeah. uh, that you can do with the content: uh, movies or video games. If you're thinking about relaxing, uh, video games. Video games, nice. Yeah. Reading yeah. books or listening to books. If you're thinking about knowledge and
1: oh shit, well it depends. I don't depends really have- on where you're at. Got you. Yeah, depends on where I'm at. Yeah, at the on where gym, you're at. I listen to books. Love
0: when that. I read. Love that, dude. Yeah. So wherever you're at. Uh, And that's a good point, too, at the gym, because a lot of us want to listen to music. But a great place to enrich your mind uh, on the treadmill, working out, get the workout and also get the mindset at the same time. uh, uh, Someone that's passed, uh, you know, in our our lives. I remember saying that uh, Dr. Sam Bakhtiar, an incredible soul that I had on the show. He has passed, unfortunately, but uh, a bodybuilder, just an incredible human, just the one percenter, just an elite mind on this earth always said, you know, put in the, he always said like, I listen to books during the week. And then on the weekends, I listen to music while I'm working out. And, uh, it was just a good mindset because, Hey dude, this is the time you're spending that you yeah, music is great, but man, enriching your mind. There's nothing like it, especially for those of like yourself that like to work out and get, get that gym time in. Uh, so if you're thinking about investing stocks
1: or real estate, Ooh, uh, uh, it's depend- but I would have to say real estate, real, real estate.
0: estate, baby. It uh, does depend, right? So diversify if you can. Yeah,
1: diversify. Yeah.
0: Diversify <laughs> if you can, but real estate is a great one because it's, uh, it's something you can live in as well. Uh, exactly. It's never going away. It's never right. going away. Yeah, never real going estate away. go to
1: zero. It'll always have some value.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's crazy what's happened with the lumber prices. I saw that Starwood, yeah. the CEO, Starwood said it's, it's now as it costs as much to build a building with steel as it would be with wood. He's like, never before in history could I build a building with steel, which is T said three to four times more, than wood and now that's basically equal cost steel and dude. wood i'm like that's crazy are people gonna build houses with steel hey come over to the steel fortress <laughs> drink the blood of my enemies drink the steel the, let's go <laughs> hey it's about the same price let's build a steel <laughs> let's one buy, let's go dude. <laughs> so, titanium next baby <laughs> yeah bring the tornadoes on i got a titanium house. right hey some of these places man you, you know you would think they would want to be building their houses in the titanium <laughs> for because uh, <laughs> yeah. they know that the, this stuff's coming every year you know but uh yeah, yeah you would think man some like that that's a big change maybe in buildings that's wild yeah um, like, i
1: mean that, that the completely- materials we build
0: things with you know is it like is there going to be a new form of lumber that comes from this or something else that we because it's just it's it's too how could you continue this method of building houses at four times as much just for lumber i mean that's no.
1: They need to figure out how to grow trees faster
0: or something. Yeah. Some sort of alternative synthetic. Yeah. Something, like, something would be there to help, uh, with that. Such a, such a big shortage. I can't, I could not believe when I heard that it's steel. To that's lumber. insane. Yeah. Wow. I could not believe that. He's like, we've been building for this many years, the Starwood hotel blah. I'm like, wow, that is crazy. So yeah. when you're thinking about a vacation, my man, and trying to get the heck out of this crazy world mm-hmm. we live in and just relax a little bit, uh, where are you going? An
1: ocean or a lake? Uh, I'm going to a lake.
0: Lake. Love it. Yep. What, what lake would you want to go to right now if you could go to a lake? A beautiful lake. Oh, man. If
1: I go to any lake right now, I'd go to Horsetooth Reservoir. Horsetooth like- Reservoir?
0: Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Up north in uh, the beautiful state there?
1: Yeah. It's, uh, right up- so, you go north like you're going to Fort Collins, and then you go a little bit west towards the mountains, and it's, it's right there. Like- it's really cool because you kind of have to like drive around these like massive red rocks that come out of the ground. Oh, nice. They call them flat irons. You have to like, drive around those, and then like it's like tucked in. And so when you're on the boat, you got like regular mountains and forests and then fucking red
0: uh, flowers. Red rocks. And, wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's so it's got a kind yeah. of really diverse kind of uh, terrain.
1: Yeah. And the lake is huge and it's a massive part. You can camp right on the beach. It's awesome.
0: Love that. Love that. Sounds like some good times out there. It's some good times. Uh, and when you're waking up in your morning, you're getting yourself ready for your day. Why do you love
1: being you? Oh man, that's a great question. So that's something I struggled with for a long time. I actually used to hate being me. Um, But I love being me now because I get to wake up every day and get on social media or get on a Zoom call and help people realize their dreams because so many people dream of being their own boss or they dream of being a top performer. Mm. They dream of selling this or whatever, but they just... They just don't know how, and I get to get on. And whether it's helping them for free or helping my mastermind group, like it's just super fulfilling for me. I get to do the best part about being a sales leader without any of the other bullshit.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, you get the fun part too. Exactly. It's a uh, yeah, and you get to see the wins. Uh, yeah, you get to see the wins, man. So yeah. I like that. I like it's that. my fire, man. We need that, baby. We need more coaches out there. So shout out to you, my brother, for this passion. Uh, And at the end of the day, like I said, you know, your soul is serving its purpose to the fullest right now because that's what you want. And that's
1: the most important thing in this life. The most important thing. The most
0: important thing. You're not serving anyone else's purposes but yours. Yes. Uh, and, And some people think that's selfish, but it's not. Because I would say the more you do you, the more you can do for others. The more you can give, the more you can be there, show up, do everything. If you show up for yourself, tenfold, everyone else, no big deal.
1: That is so, so true. I mean, I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, hey, anytime that you're feeling love from another person, that's impossible. You can't feel their love. What you feel is your love for yourself. Boom. Ooh, (laughs) love that. That's a good one, dude. Like Damn. Dude, in my mind, man. Like, yeah,
0: that's a good one. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever retire from the game of coaching, uh, entrepreneurship, running businesses?
1: No, hell no. No, hell won't no.
0: Guy. Let's go, baby. Keep that mind <laughs> alive. Go. Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett. We're going all the way to the end. <laughs> that's right.
1: The purpose, man. Like it's not work for them. That's just how this is living. Warren Buffett doesn't wake up and be like, how can I make $6 million today? 100%. No, he just wakes up. and is like, what companies look good today? And he's, yeah, that's he his purpose.
0: Gets into reading, gets into looking at the the, the 10K documents and looking at the finance, yeah. which he loves. Uh, yeah. It's important. It's very important to challenge yourself. There's more and more research uh, that people, they always thought that the brain would like kind of disintegrate over time. And like you learn like your, your capacity to learn would be like less, like less, mm-hmm. you know, battery capacity, you know, like these damn phones. The one thing I would say about these phones is they know how to find a way to make them work less each year. You know, we find more research about that, that uh, whether the plays or memory or blah, 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 but they're actually saying with humans, you can take a device that's like, you know, the oldest iPhone. And as long as you keep learning, upgrade, 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 upgrade. And you will never like, as long as you keep challenging yourself and you keep learning and you keep pushing yourself, your brain capacity actually grows that's oh, the wow. new I mean, research nah, to find. Yeah. That oh, cool. yeah. Brand, but it's, it has to be with people that use their brain, right? So usually typically right. the 60s, they start, you know, kind of taking the time off. And then all of a sudden, most people in that age range don't continually push themselves, learn, exercise, etc. So, yeah, there's a lot of new research talking about that, that basically we are we're able to actually do more. Um, as long as you use it, baby. So they would say, use it or lose it.
1: Use it or lose it, dude. Use it I mean, or lose that is, it. That is the truth, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, like who, who I was before I started like really reading, you know, and, and working on myself and meditating and all, all that stuff. Like, I was confused most of the time.
0: Mm.
1: You know, and I don't know if anybody else relates to that, but I, I realize looking, you don't realize in the moment you think you know it all. But like in the I look back, I'm like, man, I had no idea what was going on. Around me, like most of the time, right. because my my base of knowledge was so small, my capacity for learning was also, so you small. know, so small. Um, it's not comfortable, but as you grow, that you just grow it smallly every day. And they, they, these are all cliches that people say, but it's like, man, people say it because the shit's true.
0: That shit works. And it works. It's like get ripped, baby. You want to get right. ripped, guys. You want to get ripped. Chicken and broccoli every meal for the rest of your life. <laughs> you,
1: ripped fuck. you probably wouldn't be very happy, but you will, you will ripped. be ripped. You'll be angry as fuck every You ever wonder why bodybuilders are angry? It's not steroids, man. It's <laughs> eating fucking more chicken and rice. Nah, I gotta eat more protein shit. Uh. <laughs>
0: 10,000 calories of protein shakes today. God damn it.
1: Uh, I mean, so bad. chicken and rice with chasing it down with a protein chick. Right. <laughs> it's
0: like, it's, it's simple shit, guys but that's what's getting them ripped to, to compete yeah. on a high level. And so it's the simple things in your life that can get you ripped in your life. Uh, in many yeah. ways, we forget that. Uh, do you have a favorite app or a tool that helps you either with your business or just in your own personal life?
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. I got so many. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I will shout out um, Close.io. Close.io. Uh, they're a CRM. Hey. Close.io. And their founder uh, that is his name is Stelly Effy. He's a sales beast, dude. Like, and he puts out a ton of free content. So if you want to, if you're in B two B sales and like software sales, and you want to know someone to follow who puts out content that is free and will really help you, it's Stelly. Steli, Stelly. Um, and then uh, beyond that, I'd have to say Trello, dude. I run everything through Trello. It's Trello,
0: man. Here more and more. I love Trello. Thirteen years I now, I've it. been using it. Uh, still, just a great tool. Still, it one of the to best it. tools. Functional, easy. And uh, shit, in the last few episodes, I've had multiple people talk about Trello, man. So still awesome. very, That's very, 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 very relevant for Trello uh, uh, as far as a tool out there, even though there's probably been a million new tools since it, you know, since the advent of Trello. But uh, one, of the, one of the ones that sticks with people, it actually works, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you could sit down and chop it up tonight with a steak dinner with anyone in the world, who are you chopping it up with tonight? Who's coming to you?
1: Oh, Frank uh, Kern, dude.
0: Frank Kern! Oh
1: Frank shit! Kern. Let's
0: go, baby! Let's and, go. An advertising uh genius as well. Yes. Uh, the
1: president of the internet himself.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. And what, what fascinates you
1: about Frank specifically? Dude, I love the way Frank talks. So that's what I would want to learn from him. Like, how do you how do you do that? Gotcha. Because he's so entertaining and he can pull up a blank white uh slideshow and talk over it, and I'm just Captivated. Right. Captivated. And, it, and he's funny and real and uh, obviously super fucking smart. And I also just really appreciate his transformation from, you know, weird surfer, copywriter dude to like professional multi million dollar business owner. I just love that. Every time I see him, I'm just like, you fucking surfer, dude. Right. I can see long hair. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Exactly. And uh, to know that there's that possibility, just like in your story. We don't know where we're going to be in the next seven years. They say our minds are changing, our tastes are changing, blah, blah, blah. But we know that if we put in those, uh, the the small steps, the work, uh, we're going to be probably someone even more uh, greater, if you want to call it, than we could even ever imagine. And that's, he's just another one of those stories that uh, he probably could never imagine himself uh, looking back. But if he had not put in the work and, uh, you know, to get to this point, he wouldn't be the same person. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing on the, on both sides. A lot of times we forget when we're putting in the work, how much the result really is compiling and, uh, and that this shit does not happen overnight. Millennials. This shit does not happen, <laughs> over does not happen overnight. overnight. This is a journey, baby. Yes. Um, so uh, I really appreciate your soul, my dude. I love your energy passion for life. I think that the, the you know, the comfort closer is going to continue to close more business for his customers uh, and his business as you grow I could see books and lots of different things. Uh, uh, if you don't have a podcast, I love the idea of you podcasting and bringing on other closers and talking about their tips and tricks and hacks. And uh, and I just, I could see your business growing, man. Because like I said, all my entrepreneurs, we are just in the first inning. This life is full of abundance. You are the superhero, baby. You are making it happen. And uh, and without you, man, we would have uh, not as not of a greater world, man, because- people that literally are sharing their knowledge and, and helping others. Uh, we need more of those than are trying to take from others. And uh, whether you're you know, taking by putting negative energy and blah, 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 or whatever, you're physically taking stuff from people. Um, we need more people like you, Justin, man. So keep on the journey, my brother. Keep on grinding. You uh, where's your favorite place to hang out? Uh, we said we gave the the Facebook a shout out. Any other favorite places? Or maybe can we give the the website a shout out?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on my website, the dot com, and I do hang out on LinkedIn and I do hang out on Instagram. Uh, I don't understand Instagram to yet. Uh, it's something I'm still. So you look at my feed, you're like, oh, this guy's buying. He has got a feed from 2018, uh, but like pictures in there are new. But I'm just still mastering it. Um, but yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. Love and, uh, my website there too. You can get a six step guide for free uh, on my site. Right on the right there on the homepage. All it costs you is your email. Nice. So, so give that
0: email today to get the six steps uh, and, and take advantage of this today, guys, because like I said, I, I've interviewed a lot of people, but dude, you're one of those energies, brother, that I know you're going to continue to do special things in your life. Keep on the journey, my brother. Keep on putting that work in your life and in others. Folks, you've been hanging out with Justin, Mark Wiener, and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today, and let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. Do you want to get featured on podcast, guys? You can be a guest. And that's right. You have a story. And the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts, that's I L U V Podcasts.com, do that every single day. This is a new company, guys, in the space of podcast agency. And they realize a lot of the people in the, the space are just, it's just a commodity. And it does, they don't care. And these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcasts. And they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love That's I-L-U-V podcasts.com. That's I L-U-V podcast.com. Let's go.